0: The only thing I was going to say is I wish you could see my shirt because it's my Mario Kart nice. shirt from when I went to the Mario Land in what's it called Super Mario World in Universal Studios.
1: Yeah, I like that orange color too. That's nice. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's the fall? We're going to see the leaves after this up in the yeah. Caveats.
1: Okay. So real quick with that, it's kind yeah. of funny that you mentioned that, and hopefully I don't ramble on during this podcast. So I don't hold you up, but I had told my team lead on, uh, I think it was on Friday. He was like, Hey, anyone have any fun plans? And I was like, I don't know if this will happen or not. I was like, but I really want to take my kids up into the Canyon to see the leaves. Cause it's that time of year. So I was thinking about doing it this afternoon. That's exactly um, what we're doing. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if we will or not. Um, Steph is at work and there's just some, you know, other things going on. So I, I don't know. And I didn't really prep well. For, like if we were really going to do it, I probably should have like made like some, sack lunch type stuff uh to take up there but we might just hop in the car and just drive up a random canyon just to you know just take a a Sunday drive so to speak yeah that's exactly what we're doing and knowing what i know about where you
0: live you're closer to the great salt lake than you are the wasatch mountains so it might be a little further commute for you than me i don't have to do as much prep work because my part of the valley has two mountain ranges yours doesn't I have what's called the Wasatch Mountains that you and I both share. You have the lake in your backyard. But in my backyard, I have what's called the Ochre Mountain Range. And that's where we're going much, much closer. So 20 minutes away, I can be up in a canyon versus what maybe takes you 40, I'm guessing? 30? Yeah,
1: yeah, probably something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. The other option is since we are so close to the lake is... um, Going out to, oh crap, and now it totally escaped my name, the name of the- uh, Antelope Island? Antelope Island, thank you. Oh, are there trees on that island? (laughs) Not really, but it's one of those things where we live so close and we never, like we've, I think we've been there three times in the 10 years we live here, and it's literally 15 minutes from us.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I just didn't think there were trees. I love going out and seeing, there's some cool wildlife out there, and literally tons of antelopes, right? It's an animal preserve.
1: It's cool cool, but it's not that cool that you want to go multiple times and the mosquitoes are always so bad out there. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, like it's fun. I mean, but if given the option between driving up a mountain canyon and going out to Antelope Island, Mountain Canyon in the fall is going to be way cooler. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll just do a little Sunday drive after this just to get the kids off screens and they'll complain. They'll complain the whole time.
0: Oh, of course they will. That's what ours do. That's what kids do.
1: Yeah. And with my wife working, um, it just depends if I have the patience to be the lone person dealing with that. You Um, have been the
0: lone person and been dealing with it really well. I've been super impressed because she's been gone. I think you sent to Florida. Is that where she went?
1: Yeah. She went to Florida to visit her grandpa who he's, uh, getting up there in age and his health isn't doing all that well. So she went to go spend some time with him. Um, so yeah it's it's been a it's been a month we can get into that as as we do our recording last
0: month was a month for me this month was a month for you we're october is going to be beautiful just like the fall colors right it
1: it it better
0: we need it to be so
1: okay let's let's just get this thing going brett (laughs) doc get on your bicycle mac put on your pink hoodie and high tops and let's get this thing going Welcome to Fit Dad, Game Dad, a monthly podcast where two middle-aged dads encourage each other to reach both their fitness and their couch gaming goals. I'm your host, Josh Stapleton, and with me as always is the sod king of Salt Lake County. You heard that right, the sod king of Salt Lake County, Brett T. Bodden. Brett, how are you, my friend?
0: I was hoping, I'm good, I was hoping you, you would see more muscle definition, but now I've just embarrassed myself because I lifted... 8,000 pounds of sod last weekend. Four tons, my friend. Four tons of sod, just me and Janine. And then at the last few hours, I had a neighbor come over and help, and I couldn't lift a thing for a week afterwards. So I accept the title of Sod King. Thank you very much. And that's pretty much all that has consumed my life this last month is finishing our yard. So I feel great now that it's done. And my muscles are starting to return to normal. How are
1: you? You know, if if you watch the video version of this, you're like, did Josh put on a fat suit? Oh, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no, you it's, don't. <laughs> it's it's been it's been a it's been a hard month. Um, we'll get into it. Um, I'm I'm doing okay now. Uh, like literally right after we got done recording last month, I fell ill, uh, for 11 days, which is the longest I think I've ever continuously been sick in my life. Um, it got to the point where I was starting to wonder like, will I ever (laughs) get past this? (laughs) Right. Um, Still don't know what exactly. I mean, it was a really super, super bad head cold. I tested for COVID. It didn't come up positive. I'm still not. Still not certain that it wasn't COVID just for how long it lasted and 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 all the thing, you know, the total lack of energy and just the, I, I worked through it, but it was one of those things where like one of the weekends when I was sick, like I didn't move hardly at all. So it was pretty miserable. Um, then I finally started feeling a little bit better. And I've also been dealing with a messed up shoulder. So I, prior to that, I had helped a neighbor move a piano. And I think that might've been what did it not positive. Um, but yeah, so I, I messed up my shoulder, been in a lot of pain there. So it's been a wreck of a month for me. Um, my shoulder still isn't great. Um, but I'm doing physical therapy and I'm hoping to see some, you know, see some improvement soon. And I'll I'll talk about that a little bit more as we get into the, uh, into the updates, but yeah, it's, it's, hasn't been the best month for me, but I'm, I'm here. I'm feeling, well, I don't know if I'm, I'm feeling better. I'll say that. Sure. I'm feeling better, but how are you?
0: I'm good. I, I feel so bad because I went through what you went through a month ago. So maybe I can share that there is some light at the end of the tunnel. I was sick for probably about 11 days as well. I, I That's why I said it was a rough month for me two months ago and a rough month for you last month. Um, but I've had enough time to recover that I'm starting to build some momentum back, some strength back, some endurance. It was a long road and it was more than a month that it took me to recover. So you're just barely on the upswing of that. And I know how miserable that was um, for you. And uh, just there's hope. Hang in there, my friend. And I think what sucks the most for you is you You had this great attitude going into last month. You're like, oh, the summer wasn't that great. And I don't want to be a downer. I want to be so positive. And you had this these great plans for last month. And you just can't control sickness and injury. And it's going to happen no, throughout our lives when we least expect it. And um, sometimes it's going to be really rough. And the recovery is. I guess part of the fitness journey, too, is the the cool thing is your bodies are amazing. That's kind of the point of the whole fitness angle of our podcast and, you know, how quickly they do recover, even though it feels long. uh, My body, for example, I really thought I would not be able to do a pull-up. I had worked my way up to doing four pull-ups, which sounds lame, but for a person who had never done a pull-up in his life... um, Uh, That was a big deal to me, and I was so worried after being sick for over a month that I just would have have zero. I first time I tried pull ups, I could do four. So your body recovers pretty quickly. Anyway, hope I hope the same for you, my friend. Especially with that shoulder injury, those can linger.
1: Yeah, definitely not fun. Brett, it's October, so let's account for September. Ooh spooky skill tree time. Okay, so first let's uh, get our co op goal out of the way. So, our co op goal was for us to have kind of a uh, walking challenge. And as I mentioned, with how um, bad of a month it was for me between health and, and I will say with the shoulder, I I do need to preface this too. Um, It wasn't just the 11 days being sick where I hardly moved. That definitely you know, doesn't help me. Um, but also one of the issues I've been having with my shoulder is anytime I walk or get on the treadmill, it flares it up. Um, so I haven't been doing that. Um, so Brett won the walking challenge. So congrats By to you.
0: But <laughs> as you said in the pre-show, I need the points. So that was very kind of you. I will say that one when- I don't track my steps ever. And so it was interesting to track them because I know you sometimes will get in the 20,000 step range. And you had mentioned at the when we first set this goal that you thought I would easily win you because my job, I walk around a lot, which is true, but a little less true this year because I have an assistant principal. So I have been able to send her around on some of those errands. That I usually walk around for, but I never hit over twenty thousand. The closest I got was sixteen thousand. So, sixteen
1: thousand is a ton, though.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I I just was I hear these people that get twenty thousand, and my, I think yeah, how do you get that? Because I was moving nonstop on those days. I got sixteen thousand. My, my
1: my goal on my watch each day, I believe, is nine. I'm checking it right now. I believe it's nine thousand eight thousand is my goal to reach my goal. Okay. Um, I try to get um when I'm really Actively doing this, um, I tried to get around ten thousand to maybe more. I don't know. Can you see Jake behind me? <laughs> he thinks he's really sly. That was great because he he did he hid himself behind your chair. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. These, these are the issues when you record in the early afternoon. <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> everyone's sorry, around. <laughs> everyone's awake. And where I record <laughs> is my basement living room. It's not like it's this enclosed. It's a hallway. Room. Yeah, you're, which, you're
0: literally sitting in the hallway right now.
1: Literally in the hallway, which is one of the things, um, this is a tangent, but one of these days I need to get you up here because I really want, you're, you're good at putting together a game room, and I, I've picked up a few things over this last month, which I've uh, sent you pictures of, like my Xbox neon sign, the same one that you have. Yes. Um, I also got a, I don't think it's in frame, but a, a, I showed you last month that Red Dead Redemption 2 sign. I haven't hung up either one of them. Um, I don't know a good spot to put them here. What I'd really like to do, it's not going to happen. I'd really like to convert my office to a game room. Oh, what do you mean it's not going to happen? That is totally doable. Why can't we do that? Where do I put my wife's piano? Like it's in there now because it used to be the piano room, which then became my office slash piano room, which is also my eBay room, which Mm -hmm. means it's always covered in my crap. My crap gets piled up on the piano. Um, so there's part of me that would like to just put the piano down here in the basement. But if there's one thing I should have learned after this last month is I shouldn't be moving pianos. (laughs) I was just going
0: to suggest that you balance your body out. You know, when you lift weights, it's important that you lift equal weights and do equal reps on both sides. So you're in balance. So I think we should move the piano so you can injure your other shoulder and then you'll be balanced.
1: There you go. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I, I and I don't game down here. This is a total tangent. Probably recording the podcast is the most time I spend in this area. Like the kids hang out down here, mm-hmm. and so I like having the arcades down here. And I do, I do play the arcades with the kids, but I really don't do my gaming down here. I do it upstairs. And okay, so, part we, of me, we... oh, there's part of me that wants to make it a game room upstairs so I could have this space. But there's also part of me that's like. Maybe this room could just be rearranged because part of the reason I don't game down here is, um, the TV. It's, it's not a, it's a great TV. It sits up higher than I like. I don't like looking up at TVs. Um, but I'd almost want to put the TV here and rearrange this whole, like pretty much turn the whole room around. Um, but that's don't have the budget for that right now. Um, so, yeah, it it would be a total overhaul of rooms, and I don't know that I even have the nerve to bring that up to my wife to be like, hey. here Here's what I'm going to do
0: for you, okay? Is it, it, I still think it's possible to get the piano downstairs, but what you need is another musician. I'm offering my services, and to convince her that it's better downstairs for two reasons. One, the acoustics are better. Two, as you said, your kids are down here more often. And if she wants her kids to learn the piano, it needs to be in a place that's more accessible and if you're always in your office, they don't have access I mean, to practices often.
1: There is truth to that. Andrew and Natalie took piano lessons um a number of years ago they are they are done with that. Jake and Sam at some point might go that route um, but anyways, yeah, and we'll there he see. goes again and He knows better. <laughs> I know, he loves it. I, I tell them every time I record, guys, I'm recording, you need to stay upstairs. But, yeah,
0: that was just too funny. Okay, I can help you with this. I totally believe we can convert your office into a game room. And this, my game room is also my office. My desk is mobile. So when I'm not using it for the podcast or something, I push it out of the way and then it's just a game room. So we could take a similar approach and have the office be the main feature, but have the game room well um, and it's folded into part of it.
1: It's a small office. It, I mean, it really is a small room, but there's part of me that's like, you know what? It would be really nice to have, you know, I could do my eBay stuff in there. I could do my actual work. I could have my gaming set up and I wouldn't have to, I, you know, I haul everything and set up everything down here each month you know, on a folding, you know, pull the curtain behind it, on a folding table, pull out the mic, pull out everything. It'd be nice just to have a room that it's like, this is just where I have this stuff already. I don't have to do a massive setup each time. Um, okay. okay. I am going to make this happen. This well, is going well, to happen. Well, I mean, the one key part of this that we're missing is I have to get approval to do all this. Nope. I don't know.
0: Okay, I'm helping you with two of those things, with the acoustics and the, the kids. Here's here's the silver bullet, Janine. Okay, I'm going to bring Janine up there, who has a decorator's eye. She studied interior design in college. She does. Okay, so I'm bringing her up there, but I'm going to preface her on what needs to happen. Now, she listens to the show, but Stephanie doesn't. So we have that advantage, too. Stephanie doesn't know we're talking about her behind her back. <laughs> her own fault. Her fault for not listening to the show. It's gonna be the three of us. We're the triumvirate, right? We're like Rome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take down Susur. Caesar. et tu brute? To get you a game room.
1: Okay, that might that might have to be like a goal for like <laughs> next month or so, or at least a goal yeah. to like get together for dinner and mm-hmm. fill out the test mm-hmm. the waters, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: we can just we'll see it's it's gonna be a multi step process. Don't worry. Yeah, we got you. Okay, we're okay. way off track. We were talking about our co op goal, but I think we covered that sufficiently. I won
1: <laughs> two points for me. Yes. Two points to you. So let's, let's get into our side quest and how we did. Um, I am going to go quickly through a lot of mine. Cause like I already said it, it was a bad month mm-hmm. and didn't get a lot accomplished. The three episodes of X files that was supposed to be walking on the treadmill. I tried walking on the treadmill once the shoulder was killing me for hours after that. Um, and I should preface this. Some people might be like, what in the heck's going on with your shoulder? Like I s- told you it was from moving a piano. I don't, it's it's not anything related to like a broken bone. I've had x-rays. Mm, it could good. potentially be a small tear. I don't think it's a tear. Um, what the physical therapist and what the doctor thinks, and and I think I'm in a you know in agreement with them is we think it's nerve related because I can do certain things that if it was torn, I don't think I'd be able to do. Like I have full range of motion. Mm-hmm. Um, I could probably lift some heavy things and be and it. Wouldn't really hurt, but certain weird like walking, I don't know if it's just getting the blood flowing or whatever it is can trigger it. Sometimes sitting doing nothing can trigger it. So it's really Random and bizarre, and it's hard to pinpoint. But I, there are certain things like unfortunately walking, treadmill, that type of stuff that really does cause it to flare up. So I know that just sounds weird. Well, but. that's
0: so much worse, I think, than a break or a tear because a nerve, how do you really treat that? Did they give you some treatment options?
1: Um, I've been doing a lot of icing, a lot of heat, and a lot of, um, like resistance band stuff. I think they're just trying to strengthen the area and and hopefully it kind of works itself out. The physical therapist was hopeful that after about three weeks, I should be starting to feel better. Um, I'm a week and a half into my physical therapy. And it, it's hard for me to say, if you were to say, well, are you feeling better today? It's really hard to answer that because what's frustrating about this is some days I don't feel much pain and I I'm starting to feel like, huh, feeling pretty good. And then it might be the very next day where I'm like, goodness, this thing is killing me. Am I sure I didn't tear something? Um, it's kind of all over the board. And so I'm hoping to see a pattern of consecutive days where I start to feel better. I haven't got to that point yet today. It's feeling okay. Mm -hmm. Yesterday wasn't feeling good. Um, and then sometimes it's kind of like, it depends on the time of the day. You know, sometimes near the end of the day after I've, you know, had a full day of moving around, whatnot, it might be really sore. Um, so I don't know. And that's really, really frustrating to me Yeah. is yeah. it just makes me feel like I'm an old man where everything hurts and I'm broken.
0: <laughs> well, so, you are an old man, but yeah. that's still statsy. So anyway, sorry,
1: I, I am getting us way off track um, <laughs> this this whole whole podcast. Uh, X-Files. Nope. Didn't do it. Deliver Brett's gift. Gift. Nope, still have it. Got to get that to you. Uh, clean the garage. Yes, I did that Woo-hoo! like the day after we recorded before I got sick. So I did <coughs> get that done. Good job. Um, hang out with my childhood friend. We were not able to find the time to do that. Part of that was I was sick. He was out of out of state for a while on vacation. So that didn't work out yet. Um, steam deck. So I wanted to decide what to do with that steam deck that I picked up. I tinkered yes. with the idea I of keeping it. Yes, I was waiting for this one. Have I not Has told he, you what I did with it?
0: No, you haven't. Okay. This is going to so, be a surprise. Uh
1: so I sold it. I sold it on eBay. Ah, okay. And I sold it for I sold it for parts um because the previous person had modded it and I could not get anything that they claimed was part of the mod to work. And that same person I think I told you a story about how they were supposed to meet me up. Uh he he ghosted me. So he stopped answering any texts for weeks. And so I just kind of gave up there, cut my losses, uh, sold it for parts on eBay and, you know, fully described what was going on and said, hey, someone with more know-how could probably get this thing up and running in no time. Um, So, yeah, that's gone. And I won't get into this tangent. I'll tell you more later. I still haven't given up the idea of getting another Steam Deck.
0: Oh no. Or
1: I've fallen, you know how I fall down these YouTube rabbit holes? I've been Mm -hmm. looking into Steam Decks, uh ROG Allies, which is more, it's a handheld, but it's a Windows-based one. It's kind of the Steam Deck's main competitor. Okay. And then there's another one that just or is coming out in December called the Odin 2. And that is more just an emulation machine um but the but it can play like gamecube stuff which a lot of these emulation machines aren't powerful enough to do which might sound funny but um it's a it's a big deal that it can play like ps2 and gamecube stuff pretty flawlessly that's cool so i've been thinking about any combination of those three um i've also I don't know. I'm also considering just tinkering with my Logitech G cloud, which can do some emulation too. I don't know. I always just like to tinker. Um, And there's always that itch to, to mess with something. Even if I don't really know that I dive really deep into playing it a ton, there's that desire to, I guess. So anyways, so Steam Deck, I did sell it. So I did figure out what to do with it. Two points there. Uh, Sell one PS3 bundle. Uh, as mentioned earlier, I just sold the third. So I did sell the one within the month. i I have one left. Um, those things are, I don't know why I pick up PS3s. They are so difficult to sell. No one wants them right now. Hmm. You haven't seen any white ones. Have you? Um, I, I just sold a white PS4.
0: If you ever come across a white PS3, let me know. Cause I have a white one, but it's missing a piece. It's missing the hard drive cover.
1: Have you looked on eBay because you can find replacement pieces?
0: Yeah, they're all black ones. I'm sure okay. I could paint it white or something. I don't know. I no, just, that would look funny. But yeah.
1: yeah, check check on eBay and Mercari. You might because I find all sorts. Because I, I I buy so many things that are missing pieces that I'm constantly buying pieces off eBay because things just sell better when it's not you know missing. Mm-hmm.
0: Them. I haven't looked at a long time, so I, that's a good idea to just try
1: again. Yeah. But yeah, if I do, I, I want to say I want to say I sold one not too long ago, and every time I come across a white console, I always think of you, mm-hmm. like this PS4 one that I just sold. I almost reached up. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he has a white PS4.
0: Yeah, I have the white Destiny Special Edition one, which is super cool. It's white, but on the top, it's got this gold etching of the um, Des, uh, Destiny logo and stuff.
1: Well, since I'm getting off track left and right, I should tell you this PS4 that I just sold today. I got it yesterday at a yard sale for $5. (laughs) (laughs) That was
0: me almost spitting out my drink that I just took a sip of. What?
1: So I went to this yard. Yard sales are pretty much dead. Not quite, but pretty much dead. Like yesterday I went out and I almost didn't go out. And I'm glad I did because it ended up being a really good day considering I went out for three hours and I think I found seven yard sales in that time, which is not good.
0: No, that's a low, low number. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But the ones I went to were pretty fruitful. So it ended Ooh. up being great. Um, That's great. But this one I went to, I saw that they had a SNES mini. I said, Oh, how much for this? She said, eh, five bucks. I thought, okay, <laughs> cool. Cause those sell for like, it didn't have the box with the box itself for more, but without the box right now, they're like 60 to $80. So was like five bucks. Yep. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Then I saw this PS4 and I said, well, how much for the PS4? She said. Five bucks. I'm like, okay. Was this grandma, someone's
0: grandma? And then the no, grandson she was, came she out.
1: Was, she was younger than me now. <laughs> grandma. Um, that's a Stop throwback. selling to, my stuff. To Brett and I go yard selling together. No, it was a young lady. She's like, it used to be, um, she got it when she had a boyfriend, they broke up and she's like, and I don't play it anymore. She's like, I just oh, want to it go.
0: It's, um, it's, re- it's a revenge yard sale.
1: Well, I don't think it was his necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, 5 bucks on that. So, that was awesome. Um, Way to go. I love that. So, anyways, daily logging of food. Nope. Like I said, last month was terrible, didn't do that. Help Brett lay Uh you did that I, on your own. I didn't even invite you.
0: So, but, this was a challenge that I challenged you to do because I thought, well, he had set a goal meaning you. Josh, okay. uh, Josh had set a goal to bring down my birthday present and I thought, well, I could use some extra help, but I knew how sick you were in your shoulder, so I didn't even tell you when I was doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember no you sent me there. you sent me a picture of when it was all done, and I felt like a jerk. No, whatever. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, honestly, probably with my shoulder, probably wouldn't be the the smartest thing uh, to do. Uh, but let's see. Let's have you go over your side quests.
0: Okay, I only completed. Let's see. I'm not. I'm not good at math in my head, but I'd say a fifth. So 20% of my side quest. Now I I made a huge list of side quests because I was trying to catch up. So I'm just going to hit the ones I completed. And then there's a few I gave myself some half points on. So the ones I completed were completing my Delta hire work. I got a second job at Delta. I did all the hire work. I was ready to start. I signed up for a start day of 3 p.m. on a particular Friday. And they email me a few days before and they say, hey, we'll see you at 9.30 a.m. And I said, I can't come at 9.30 a.m. I have another job. And they said, oh, we decided to have the very first day, just the first day, combine the two classes because there's a morning class and an afternoon class. And I said, well, I didn't get enough notice on that. I can't take off from my other job. And so I knew they had a training on October 20th and November 10th. So I said, why don't I just push it back a few weeks and come to one of those? He says, those are all full. And I said, Okay. He said, but I have another one starting on January 5th. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, if this were my... Now, obviously, I wouldn't be in this situation if I didn't have two jobs. But if I needed this job, which I I don't, I'm I'm doing it for the flight benefits, I'd be so mad you know, that they they made this big mistake. And he did apologize. He's like, thank you for pointing out the flaws in our system. We totally should have given more notice, da-da-da-da-da. But one of the things I did do is I spent probably five hours at what they call the badging office. If you ever wonder, and I have actually wondered this before, how people get approved to walk around the airport without going through security checks. I found out the hard way. I had to go do five hours of training, and there were literally a dozen different levels of security badges you can get. And depending on what badge you get, certain doors open. And I got one of the highest levels of clearance because my badge gets me to open doors to go down on to the runway um where the they don't they don't call it the runway, they call it apron. The apron where the airplanes park because I'll be loading them. And that's one of the most secure areas because that's where someone could potentially put a bomb in an airplane, right? right. So um that was painful cuz I sat in this room and watched all these videos and had to take all these tests and and if you get a, a question wrong 3 times you you're done you have you have to come back like in a month and I got every question right on the first try except one and I missed it twice and I was freaking out because when you when you miss it it'll repeat the part of the video that has the answer in it and it was it was not explicit about what the answer could be. It was very implicit. And so I I really disagreed with how they wrote that question, but thankfully I got it right on the third try, but I got a little sweaty there for a minute. So anyway, I gave myself two points for that because I am now, I officially have some pretty hefty security clearance for the airport. And the other two or three that I did was lay my sod. We already talked about that. Yep. And... Uh, let's see what else I do. Oh, make a chart. I had so many side quests. I told myself I need to make a chart to track all these. I did make the chart and it actually helped. I think I would have uh, accomplished less last month had I not made the chart. So that did help. And I give myself two points for that. And the last one that I did was to play in my game room. I had not played in my game room. I'm going to say for three months. And I only put down on my goal to do it twice. I have easily played in here, quadruple that, you know, probably, awesome. probably six, seven, eight times and thoroughly enjoyed it. Love being back in the game. I'm like, why haven't I been playing in here? This has been so much fun with one minor glitch that we'll talk about when we get to next
1: week's Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you feel like with your gaming, do you feel like it kind of comes in streaks? Because I know for me, there's sometimes where I'm like, i've been playing and maybe not hours but i might be like hey i played an hour every night for like four or five nights in a row and then it's like "Mm, haven't played for a week and a half you know it's just sometimes life gets super busy and then not that it's ever not busy but i don't It comes in waves for me i have asked
0: myself that question so many times because it absolutely comes in waves and most of the time, the tendency is to blame it on the busyness of life. But I've found that's not what causes the waves. What causes the waves for me, because I will find time to play a game that I love, even if I'm super busy, I'll stay up late, you know, I'll, right. do, I'll, I'll, I'll work faster at getting my chores done or whatever, or I'll procrastinate something I should probably be doing. But what so really what it is, is not the busyness of life. It's how deep the hooks of a, the game I'm currently playing are into me. And so I haven't had a game hook me in a long time. And when I started Cyberpunk, it took a long time to get its hooks into me. But when it did, oh boy, they were sunk deep. And that's what's been getting me up here is I am completely hooked on Cyberpunk. And then we'll talk about this in a minute. Someone, preview of coming attractions, yanked or something Yanked that hook right out and ripped to shreds the roof of my mouth. And <laughs> we'll go we'll talk about that in a minute. Let me talk about a couple other goals that I got one point on. I did not pre-order a PS portal. I know you did not want me to, but I redeemed the points. So I have some money in my PlayStation account. I'm still thinking I want to do this because just yesterday I was in loving my game room so much that I thought, well, when These three games come out that I've pre-ordered for the PlayStation. I have two choices. I can, well, three choices. I can play it downstairs where the PlayStation currently is, which I hate. Two, bring it up to my game room and disconnect it, which I hate. The idea of doing that because for two reasons. One, it's a hassle to move all those cords. And my kids currently play it a lot downstairs. And if I bring it up here, they're going to be in my game room when I don't want them to be. And uh, my third option is to have the PS Portal. So that's why I'm still leaning towards this. Now, if they announce a PlayStation Pro or something coming out soon, I might just hold off on those games because there's a rumor that a PlayStation uh, Pro or Slim might be, maybe just the Slim, might be coming out fourth quarter here really soon.
1: Yeah, I I did hear that there was going to be a new model. um, But from the sounds of... I'm trying to remember... I've already forgotten the details, but from the sounds of it, it didn't sound like it was really much of a like spec upgrade. Um, no,
0: it was just a slim version. And now they're talking about a Pro model later on, later in 2024 maybe. But yeah, everything I've heard recently was just like a slim version, which is fine. I'd buy it, i buy that, and then I'd sell one of them when the Pro came out.
1: And, and this is – I'm not anti-PlayStation, but I will say this is – and I think I've ranted about this before – One of the things that kind of drives me crazy is I last gen, I did not feel like the PS4 Pro was much of any different than Mm. the regular PS4. Mm. My Xbox, when I got the, um, if I can remember their stupid naming conventions, the (laughs) 1X, when I got, when I went from the Xbox One to the Xbox One X, it went from being a 1080p machine to a true 4K machine. That's true. It, there was a big difference, and there. it had HDR support, had all these things. It it looked better, it ran better. Um, my PS4 Pro, you know, may, maybe if I could have kept them both side by side and done some comparisons, maybe I would have noticed a few things. But as far as just popping in games and playing, I never was like, "Wow, this is better." It's just kind of like, "Yeah, it's still good." Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I, for me personally. I would have to be really impressed with a PS five pro. Yeah. Not just some, not just some tech specs on a sheet. I'd actually have to be like, okay, I can visibly tangible, tell a difference difference.
0: that you can see. That makes total sense. And I agree with you about the um, difference between the upgrades. Um, I'm like, you get that urge to tinker. I get the urge for new technology. I just like to have the, shiniest and newest and this situation it's more for me about getting two than it is getting a new one i've toyed with the idea of just buying a full-on second playstation 5 i think don't you have two playstation 5s
1: yeah yeah i i found one that was on i think it was facebook marketplace and uh put it down here in the basement because my son was wanting to play ps5 and so it, ours is upstairs with the xbox and that's where i game and i feel like i'm already you know fighting against the kids to get into gaming time really most of my gaming time is after they're in bed so yep. you're kind of talking about how a game has to have its hooks in you to really have the time for me that is true um it also one of the things i've found is if steph and i are watching a tv show which we are right now that will also eat into my gaming time which is fine like i'm happy to spend the time with her um, but it's one of those things where it's like, I can, I get, I can stay up, but I get to a certain point where it's like, okay, I got to sleep. Um, yeah, the old man in me comes out like last night, totally fell asleep on the couch watching YouTube, watching, uh, steam deck versus <laughs> ROG ally video comparison videos. And I passed out, woke up for a minute, realized like, oh, I should go to bed, fell asleep again. <laughs> then woke up an hour later and was like, okay, and finally went to bed. So This time, this time. Yeah, so a total okay, old put, there.
0: Put a pin in you watching a show with Steph because I have a funny story about that I want to share with the listeners because I'm going to share one more quick side goal. The rest yeah. of my side goals I didn't accomplish, which is fine because I just made a bunch of them to see if I could try and catch up. Um, but there's one that I really crashed and burned on. You gave me a second chance to go for the double or double negative on my exercise goal. And I was... Starting to feel healthier at the moment. But I, and so I set this goal to exercise 13 times in my gym downstairs. It didn't happen. So I'm giving myself negative four and I'm not going to let myself off the hook this time. I, my main excuse was that I exerted so much physical energy doing the sod and doing the yard yeah. work that I just, I was beat. It took me a couple days to recover from each of those cuz it was all day. I mean it was like 12 to 14 hours out hauling sod. So that's not like a typical 1-hour gym workout where you can go the next day. I I was spent for 2 days and then we'd be back at it again as soon as I had energy. So well, I mean, that was that my own of, thought.
1: Yeah, and that kind of sucks so for the I almost want to say like just change that to negative 2 because if you lay laying so, like that's still if it was me, I would be like, okay, I'm replacing my time in the gym with the side because it's it's all exercise.
0: Yeah, but it's I, just more the location. I know, but it wasn't it wasn't nearly thir- it was probably half of the thirteen. It was probably like six times. It was longer sessions. I'm fine taking the negative four because you already gave me a second chance at this, and I'm not too far behind you. So. Yeah,
1: I, I mean. Whatever, I I won't argue with you, but I think you are being hard on yourself there. Yeah,
0: I usually am. That's what... You know, I had Uh, a consultant come out from San Francisco to meet with me about my job this week. That's the first thing she said to me is, you're way too hard on yourself. That's just my nature. I can't help it. Yeah. But um, let's go back to this pin of your wife. So I just wanted to share with listeners that I love it when you watch a show with your wife because I got this great phone call last night where Josh wants to Venmo me $15. (laughs) So... (laughs) because he's watching the show with his wife. So tell me that story. That was pretty fun.
1: Okay. So one, one of the few shows that we both really like is survivor and we normally watch it right when it comes out. But just over this last year, we've gotten behind and we signed up for YouTube TV about a month ago, just because we wanted to get NFL Sunday ticket to watch the bears games because we are excited for the bears and they suck. So anyways, I'm trying (laughs) to get past that quickly, but they won Um, on Thursday. They did. Um, but so we blew all this money so we can watch the bears crash and burn. But part of it was now that we have, I mean, it's not cable, it's YouTube TV, but it's essentially like a cable package, a whole bunch of channels. We're like, oh, we need to start watching Survivor. And you they guys have, love Survivor. How many seasons love, have you watched together? Um, almost all of them. Oh, I, that, I don't. think they're on like their 45th, 45th. season. 45th. Okay, wow. Because they do I'm two impressed. a year um we started watching survivor probably when it was like on season seven or eight we've gone back and watched a few of the previous ones and then since then we've watched all of them except for these last um i think we're two seasons behind right now
0: yeah i'm gonna interject real quick before you go on to your anyways because i've watched zero survivors but i might pick up this season because i sent you a link because i saw that one of the front runners right now is an elementary school principal. And I was very intrigued by that.
1: Yeah. So we love it. There's a lot of strategy. It's just, it's fun. There's a lot of excitement. You don't ever know quite what's going to happen. Um, but anyways, we started watching, they had the previous season on YouTube. So we started watching, we got like four episodes in and then the new season started and they deleted the remaining episodes of the previous season. So we didn't have a way to watch it. And I remember from like, a year or two ago, you let me your Paramount Plus login credentials so I could watch that Halo show. Which I don't know if they're doing a season two or if they did a season two. I haven't there's, heard. There's anything. no
0: season two yet, but I heard they were doing a season two. I heard it was greenlit, but who knows? First of all, I am so impressed. You still had my login <laughs> credentials. Well, it was just from saved. two years ago.
1: Yeah, it was just saved in there. So I turned out, and I went once we realized we couldn't finish the season of survivor on youtube i was like i wonder if brett still has his paramount plus active so i went turned it on my credentials are still in there and we watched it and i said steph was like okay like if we're gonna be watching a show on a service brett's paying for we're, we're chipping in so which you do not have
0: to do and when you called me i was like no that's why i shared my password with you so you could just enjoy it but you you sent me the money anyway and that was my whole point, that that was kind of a funny story, that I got this random phone call. Well, the whole thing started out with, uh, do you still, um, what was it? Do you still watch Paramount Plus or something like that? Or you still,
1: I can't remember what you asked me. Uh, I can remember like, how it works. I knew you still had your account.
0: Yeah. Um, you you're, you're, It was like, do you still use it? And I'm like, yeah. And then you're like, and then I found out later, you'd already logged in and watched the show. <laughs> It was retroactively.
1: I think I I just asked you. I think I just said, hey, how much does Paramount Plus cost Oh,
0: that's what it was. How much? And that's what I thought was a weird question. I was like, "Uh, I don't know. (laughs) So anyway, fun times. I'm glad you like Survivor, though. Um, Speaking of surviving, we survived our um, side quests. Let's talk. How did your gaming goal go? Were you able to? Because when I was sick, I was able to game more. Because I was
1: sick. Um, yeah, I did game a little bit more when I was sick. Not, not a lot, though. I like I, It was just one of those things where I didn't feel like doing much of anything. Mm-hmm. I slept a lot. And like I said, I was working through it. So it was one of those things that once a workday was over, I would just walk out of the office, walk into the bedroom, and go to sleep. Um, so I didn't game a whole lot more, but I, I did game more. My My gaming goal was to finish Metroid. Uh, Metroid Prime Remastered, I should say, and I did. I'm um, so proud of you for that. And I really liked it. Now, here's the thing, though. If if you ever go to the website howlongtobeat.com, it'll generally it'll tell you like how long it should take you to beat the game. How long if you do all the side quest? You know, like it'll say like if you're a completionist, how many hours? I swear, and maybe I just have this wrong in my head because I haven't gone back to check. But I swear it said Metroid Prime was an eight-hour game. And so when <laughs>
0: For a maybe runner. a speed run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um,
1: but so when I first saw that and like I said, I could have this totally wrong. and I could have just had this in my head, but I had it in my head that it was an eight hour game. I think that game took me like 30 hours, which is slow because mm-hmm. I think most people probably do it in like 18 to 23, 24, somewhere in that range, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I know it took me a long time, um, but it was also my first time playing it. And there was a lot of things where I was stumbling and I would struggle to figure things out before I would look it up near the end. I was just looking like as far as where I had to go. Cause there's a lot of traversal in that game. I was just looking things up ahead of time. Cause I was enjoying it quite a bit, but I was also really itching to get into starfield. So I did finish it, really enjoyed it. Thought it was great. Uh, if the second one gets Remastered, I will definitely pick it up, which the rumor is that, that it will be. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so two points. I order.
0: never finished the second one. It was hard, and I never even played the third one. So I'm really hoping they remaster that. I've
1: thought about going back and playing the second one on GameCube, but with the rumor of it coming out to Switch, I'd rather play, you know, a shinier, cleaned up version if given the option. So um, and, and I'm fine if that's not for a year or two, like that's like, I don't have to go and play it right now. I have plenty, plenty of other things I can play. So, yeah.
0: Well, um, great job on Metroid. I'm so proud of you because are uh, games I love share your fitness goal, because I just realized I already shared my gaming and fitness goal. I thought they were side quests, Oh but no, I, I was, I was just, I just kept going. So I already shared that I played in my game room and that I, failed exercising 13 times well
1: I mean, my fitness goal will be quick and easy it was walker exercise three times a week oh that yep. didn't happen so <laughs> I mean, yeah already talked about that too i already so talked let's both, about that.
0: yeah let's both talk about our eating goals that's our last recap on the yeah. street here
1: um so mine was meal plan four dinners a week standard calories six a week once again uh didn't happen everything just got uh got off 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 track on everything so nope uh mm-hmm. that didn't happen uh, and I don't need to really drone on with my excuses. It just it didn't happen. Yeah.
0: Mine was to practice harahachibu. Do you remember what that is? It's not shoyuken. Pff,
1: I remember you talking about it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's yeah, eating yeah. till you feel like like not quite full.
0: Yeah, yeah. 80% uh, yeah, full. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it roughly translates... Stomach eighty percent full, or something like that. Yeah, I was so, gonna say
1: two thirds, but I was like, that doesn't quite sound
0: right. Eh, that's close enough. Yeah, the math, the math is there. Um, I'm giving myself one point because I didn't crash and burn at this. There were just, I didn't do it every meal, but sometimes I just forgot. Sometimes I was eating too fast, and I thought I was practicing it. What I've learned is it was really more for me about listening to your body, slowing down. There's lots of ways to get good at this get good as gamers would say um, and it, it's a it's a practice that is 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 a practice for a reason it's something you have to constantly do to be aware of your body and so there are many strategies that are recommended to get good at this and the only one I really focused on was slowing down so I'm giving myself one point because I think I was almost always trying to do it but when i get busy or when i get really hungry i struggle to slow my eating down this is something i've got to get better at it's so unhealthy i mean i can i can clear a plate in five minutes huge plate
1: yeah I'm, i'm a lot the same way and it's something i need to improve too because i think sometimes it's almost like you get into this like food coma where you get so starved. It's like, you're not even thinking you're just consuming, consuming, Mm -hmm. consuming. Yeah. And one of the things I've noticed, and I think a lot of people can relate to this is when you eat unhealthily, when you eat big meals, you don't feel good. Like you have all these cravings, right? You're like, Oh, I could eat a whole pizza. Well, then you eat a whole pizza and then you feel like crap.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So I'm trying to like remind myself as I'm trying to get back into eating healthy, um, is just to think about how you feel after you eat a combo meal. <laughs> right, but or, can you think of it food?
0: before you do it, right? Because right. it's the same thing with exercise. Exercise is the opposite, though. You feel great afterwards. Right. But can you remember that go, when the pain starts coming? Because as soon as you start the exercise or even getting yourself to start it, it, it's painful. But if you can think forward enough in both those scenarios, it's going to help you in the, in the long run. Right. Let me let me share one more thing about Harahachibu from just last night. Our kids, not all of them, but in general, they like pretty bland food. And there's one particular meal they really like. It's a chicken pot pie that Jenny makes. And she admits, so I'm, I'm not trying to say anything bad about her cooking because she's a great cook, but she admits this particular meal is fairly bland, but that she cooks it on occasion for our kids. And every time she does, she's apologetic to me. Because she knows I love flavor. In particular, I love spicy and exotic flavors. I love Indian food and Thai food and Mexican food, right? So she's apologizing to me last night. And and normally when she serves this meal, I'll admit, because it is a little on the bland side, I just eat it as fast as I can because I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I'm not going to enjoy this. It doesn't have the spices I like. I'm just going to hurry and shovel it in. But last night, I practiced boo and each bite I just I, I took slowly and tried to pay attention to the flavors so I'm like there's flavors here they're just more mild and I enjoyed that meal so much more than I ever have before because I was slowing down and focusing on the flavors that were there and not relying on the spices to uh, be the, be the end-all be-all if that makes sense
1: yeah smart I like yeah,
0: that it was fun it was fun yeah so, okay, total points. Coming in to the month of uh, October, you were level 26, I was level 24. You now have 141 points after all this, which brings you up two levels to 28. And I was level... Uh, I came up to 134 points, which brings me to level 26. Here's the deal, though. Minigame. Oh, shoot. I accidentally gave me two points for the minigame. Let me take that off. <laughs> that a little I'm preemptive a, there i'm Grant. assuming well that was i was so excited because last month i won the minigame and i ma- i copy and pasted that this section of the the points well i'll tell you take this. that I, off
1: i'm not feeling good about this game. um we haven't explained it yet and i'm already feeling <laughs> defeated so anyway i'm that that did not I, I just
0: deleted those points for the record they're not there it did not knock, take enough points off that I went down a level. So I'm still two levels behind you. But if I win the minigame tonight, I'm I, it's not enough to bring me up to the next level. And if you win, it's not enough to bring you to the next level too. Because you need five points to level up. And both of us okay. are, you're four points away and I'm three points away from the next level. So this mini game is not going to affect our overall levels. You're still uh, in the lead by two levels. 28 and I'm level 26 but thankfully but you can close the gap thankfully I can close the gap yeah I can close
1: the gap yeah. okay well that being said let's lighten the mood and let's jump right into this mini game. okay Brett I will let you explain minigame this month because this was uh, your baby. So... Alright.
0: So we it. don't know how this is going to go, but um, I was looking for something unique and I really liked how last week, we re- or last month, we repeated a game we had done before and had a ton of fun with it still. And that's been our mantra all along is don't reinvent the wheel. We don't have to come up with a new minigame every single time. But something that has been on my mind has been what sort of mini games are out there that could test our video game acumen. And I I just I love unique things. And so one thing you hear a lot about from gamers is their reaction time, right? The latency between the TV and your controller is a big deal with the whole cloud gaming situation. And... At our age, we talk a lot about how we can't play these online shooters anymore because our reaction time has slowed down. So I found a website to test your reaction time, and it's very simple. You uh, simply open up a link, and when you're ready to begin, you hit the screen, and the screen goes red, and you have to hover your finger over the red screen. And as soon as it turns green, you have to tap the screen. And what it does is... It measures in milliseconds how long it took you to react to the screen changing from red to green, similar to if you were playing a video game and you saw an enemy, how quickly could you push the button to fire your gun? So the average person um, is, can react uh, according to on, uh, on the data that they've gathered from this app, and they've gathered it using 80 million clicks, I believe or maybe it was 8 okay. million. Either way, it's a very large sample size and the average is 273 milliseconds. That's the average. Okay. Now I don't know what the demographics are. I don't know if more, you know, if this is spread across the population evenly and there's an example of
1: what it looks like. And- Josh- I, I did a test beforehand, and I'm already behind the curve, so that's great. His test beforehand was 368? 386 oh, milliseconds. 300 and he 200 86. and something, so yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, the average is 273. Okay, no, that was just a test. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take turns. We're going to do it three times, and we're going to take your average. Now I have a sheet all ready to go where I'm going to put your score and my score, and it's going to automatically average so we can keep track of how we're going. And you are going to start, my friend. So when you're ready, and this only takes less than a second to do each test so this isn't going to take well
1: hopefully it works right because when I did the test when I kind of tried this out beforehand Uh it had me go like seven or eight times before it because my score was like erasing so I'm going to try it again and I'm doing it here on my Logitech G cloud
0: okay so hopefully hopefully you only have to do it once well three times but do it once right now and tell me your score so here he goes boom 381 crap okay (laughs) So, his first, Josh's first attempt is 381 milliseconds. Okay, it's my turn for my first attempt. Here we go. 282 milliseconds. You jerk. I, I will tell you that I did practice this before, probably more than you did, and that I often got in the 380 range.
1: This reminds me of playing like old school Mario Party games where you have to like pound on the <laughs> A button a million times, like blow yes. up a balloon or something like that.
0: Yes, I'm telling you, this is a real video game skill we're testing right now. Well,
1: I had a friend that I used to play this against. You know him, John Darden. And he could just uh-huh. hit that controller so fast, I could never beat him in those minigames. And it drove me insane. So, okay, I'm going again then.
0: Yeah, you're going again.
1: 388. Dang it. <laughs> getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse.
0: Okay. So, maybe I shouldn't have erased those two points. Because maybe I am a guaranteed winner. Well, Let's see. Okay, I'm going to make my screen red now. Here we go. Red. Oh, it said it was too soon. Well, hold on. That one took... Whoa! Okay, I got I to gotta retry that one because something happened wrong. It said I 14,418 milliseconds. That is not true. That is not true. Let me retry that again. Sure, Brett. <laughs> I, know, I know I was faster. <laughs> oh, my
1: 388. That wasn't accurate. <laughs> Let me Shut do that up. again.
0: 14,000. Shut up. Here we go. We can
1: do this again. Try again. Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm having the same issues.
1: Too soon. You know what the key is to a great podcast is what dead air. <laughs> 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 Shut up! <laughs> I'm going to cut. I'm going to
0: cut this out. Hold on. You're right. There's some technical difficulties here, but when we edit it all together, here we go. Okay, two hundred and eighty-four milliseconds for my second attempt. Well, now let me tell you what the averages are.
1: I'll do my last one just for kicks here. I already have it ready. You're at 384
0: is your average, and mine is 383. Oh, they okay, 383. So I'm yeah.
1: nothing if consistent.
0: You are. You are. I, I so. accidentally typed 283.
1: I'm like hovering my finger over, like I'm practically touching the screen already. Like I'm as close yeah. as you can you? be, and just terrible.
0: Okay. Well, I just did mine while we were talking because I you, we didn't want dead air space because that's, you know, makes for a great podcast. And I got 406, Josh. So let's see if that dropped my average enough, because that's double what it did last time. And I think it was because I was talking and doing the test at the same time. So it just goes to show you, you really truly can't do two things at once. Okay, Josh, that brought my average way down to 324. And your average.
1: Which I still never got anywhere near.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And your average is 384, and I got 324. So you're right, I won that game. Um, that's okay. You know, f- fire team members online, you would be more like a, uh, I
1: don't cheerleader. <laughs> I was
0: going to say sniper. I don't Oh, which, <laughs> which fire team member needs the slowest reaction time. Probably a, probably a sniper because you You know, I know wait. I'm not good
1: on, on online games. Like, and I know my reaction time is, is crap. Um, so this, this is, nothing new Uh, (laughs) and i I actually i have i avoid most online like it's like if it's like call of duty halo multiplayer like stuff like that where it's one-on-one now i'll play something like the division where like you squat up uh because it then you can maybe mask your your uh difficulties at at stuff like that a little bit when you're with a squad your
0: handicaps right speaking of division Division three was officially announced. Did you see that? It looks like it's quite a few years out, though.
1: Uh, I did not see that.
0: Oh, oh, I immediately thought of you because we've had some great times playing the division one and division two together. Yeah. So pencil that in for 2026 or 27, whenever that comes out. Nice. And you and I will play that together. Yeah, for sure.
1: That that is one I will play.
0: That is a fun one. Okay, Uh, for those of you, before we close out the minigame that want to try this on your own, it is humanbenchmark.com. And just search for the one that is uh, called Reaction Test, but humanbenchmark.com. And they are not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> I wish they were.
1: Um, just just to be clear, there are no sponsors. No, and there never will be any sponsors. No. no, but
0: as I was giving out that reference, it sounded very uh, like a marketing ploy. And I just, <laughs> I just realized, oh, this is probably the only time I'll say something that sounds like a marketing campaign because you're right. We're not going to ever have any sponsors, yeah. which is fine. We're not doing this for that.
1: Okay. Well, well, it's funny. My kids the other day were like, "Dad, you get a lot of subscribers." I'm like, "I don't." I was like, "No, for one, um, but I don't even look." I was like, "Yeah, I don't really look." Yes. Yeah. You know, if if people listen and they'll message us and say, "Hey, I like the show," like that's awesome. Um. Yeah. But yeah not not concerned with with numbers in the slightest
0: yeah which k. which we're which we're about to i know why you're saying k because you're about to go into the co-op which reminds me no no you're not that let's one. get something go, oh, go okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna apologize ahead of time because once again i have failed at posting a question to get our listeners involved our our five or whatever listeners we have out there but I'm going to repent of this. I swear next month, this is going to be my goal. So go ahead, introduce it. We have no online co-op. It's just going to be couch co-op this month.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let's make room on the couch and let's get into our co-op. Okay. Brett. Once again, this was your idea, and I do really like this idea, Uh, so I will let you explain what the co-op is for this month.
0: Well, I've been listening to Married to the Games, and in particular, Ed Placencia has been talking up. I know. Who? Who's that guy? We never mentioned him on this show.
1: Gosh, we love it. Sounds familiar, maybe.
0: Uh, Okay. Let's do a shout out to Married to the Games, because they just announced episode that they're celebrating their 600th episode in March and you and I are planning on attending. Yes. So we are super excited about that.
1: Yeah, so we'll do some yeah. we'll do
0: some actual online or some actual couch co-op there with those
1: guys. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, so Ed has been playing Disney Speedstorm during its I guess it's beta or whatever it was where you had to pay for it, right? And I had thought about buying it and trying it but have been busy, and then uh, listening to their show a few weeks ago, I learned that the free version came out. So I downloaded it, thinking this would be fun to play with my kids. And I downloaded it during a family meeting, because usually after a family meeting, we play a game. And I was showing them it, and you know what they did, Josh? They made fun of it the entire time.
1: You know, that that is... I was just going to interject and say, you know, I downloaded, it was one of these, um, I want to say it was like a week ago. I downloaded it. It was like the day after it went free to play. I think I went Uh to Ed's Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ed Placenti, I believe. And (laughs) free plug for the (laughs) two people not named Ed that listen. Um, but anyway, so he was playing it and he's like, you know, you should go and get this. It's free. I, Turned on my PlayStation, downloaded it, downloaded it real quickly. And if anyone doesn't know, it it looks on the surface like a Mario Kart clone, mm-hmm. right? Just with you know Disney skins. There's a lot more to it. Uh, it. It's a lot more in depth, but it is a kart racer. And downloaded it, showed it to my kids. I was like, "Hey, got a new game we can try out." And Sam, my nine-year-old, looked at this, looked at it, and said. Dad, this game looks stupid. Oh, that's exactly hey. what my kids did. But then and they not... started playing it and they were fighting over whose turn it was once they started playing it. So Yeah,
0: yeah. I think my yeah. kids would like it if they played it. But that's exactly what they did. And, and part of it's my fault because I'm a homer or was a homer for mm-hmm. Nintendo for so many years. You were the one that got me out of my Nintendo shell. And so my kids, I think, have it inherited a little bit of that homerness. And they were all talking all kinds of smack about oh this is a mario kart ripoff mario Kart's so much better oh the graphics suck oh disney's lame we're <laughs> we're 16 now and we're too, we're too cool, cool for disney but i know they're gonna have fun with it but they they all left the room they just left left me there on the couch all alone and this is why this is our co-op goal because i, mean, I that need that's someone wonderful. to play this with <laughs> don't,
1: <that's laughs> right. don't let them know just be like hey guys i'm playing uh that Stupid game that everyone hates. So if you want to leave and just let me have some time myself, that's fine.
0: That's a good strategy. I will remember that. So our co-op goal then is to, I want to play it with somebody. So I asked if you would play this with me at least once. And I know that doesn't sound like a very um, difficult or high goal, but with how busy we are, I think once a month. And, and I didn't realize you had to play quite a bit of the game before you unlock online multiplayer that's what i was
1: just gonna say
0: yeah i still have not unlocked online multiplayer and i have played it three times so i don't know how long that's gonna take
1: yeah i don't know if i have yet either my kids played it a little bit so i'll have to check and see if it's unlocked or not but yeah um yeah i like this and you know saying that it's easy that's easy is what i'm going for this month i'm just trying to get myself back so an easy gaming goal that'll fit right in with my easy fitness and exercise Mm -hmm. goals so
0: that's awesome Well, and the game itself played so smooth and easy. Uh, I'll just use that same word again. I really enjoyed it so far, what I've played. It it seems like a lot of fun, and it is different. And when you talk about it being more deep, I probably haven't gotten far enough to see the level of depth you're
1: referring to. I mean, just on the surface, I'd say it is almost like Mario Kart. If you took Mario Kart and gave it kind of RPG elements,
0: Uh, you know,
1: leveling up, um... Characters that have different abilities. Now, granted, Mario Kart, you do have characters with different, you know, like you have like Mario, who's kind of like the middle of the pack, average, kind of good at everything, but not great. But then mm. you'll have someone like Bowser, who, you know, is slower, but he can, you know, cause more damage. Like, so Mario Kart does have some elements like that, but they always kind of felt like it really didn't matter too much who you picked in Mario Kart, where this feels like it matters more.
0: I I know what you're saying, because Mario Kart wasn't character-specific. It was class-specific. And they had like a, a a low class, a medium class, and a high class of characters. So Bowser would be like a heavier character, and he'd, right. a, he'd have access to heavier cars, so his acceleration was slower. But his max speed was way faster. faster right. But there's like five other characters that had the identical statistics as he did. So it didn't vary across every character like it sounds like Speedstorm's going to be, and there wasn't the ability to kind of customize each character like it sounds like Speedstorm's going to be as well. Right. So I, I think that element is is uh, is different for sure, different enough that it sets itself apart. Right. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. So uh, speaking of keeping things easy, that's it for co-op, and then we're going to go on and start introducing our other goals, right? And hopefully those are easy this month.
1: Yeah, let's dive right into the side quests. Okay, um, I'll go first because I think I have less news. Uh, and if you're Brett, if you're looking at the Google Doc, I have um, some of these which I'm just going to call legacy ones that I haven't done before that I'm just leaving on here. I'm not going to mention those again. Okay. Um, I'm just going to mention the new ones.
0: I have some legacy ones too, so I won't mention them. Yeah,
1: but just like side quests, they're still there. And if I can knock them out, you know, in the next month or two, I'll bring them up when I knock them out. Um, so the first one is. And I wrote, I did write this before I sold that PS3, but was to sell the remaining two PS3s. So now I just have one left. So hopefully I can get that. It's not even listed yet, but I'm going to get it listed here soon. And hopefully I can get rid of that thing and never buy a PS3 <laughs> ever again.
0: Unless it's white.
1: Right. <laughs> For me. And to be to be fair, um, a lot of these were picked up in bundles and they were super cheap, but they're just not like, wheeze. Wii's are my bread and butter. I will pick up a Wii anytime I can find a Wii at a halfway decent price. Those sell great. Hmm. Love selling Wii's. I've probably sold probably sold a hundred or more of those over the years. Now, um, did
0: I j ju- did I see this right? Did Nintendo Switch just pass lifetime sales on the Wii, like officially, just within the last few weeks?
1: I, I thought I, I don't saw know. that. Someone's gonna have to be hashtag oops but-
0: Yeah, I thought I saw that.
1: They might have. Um, So anyway, so I want to get rid of the last remaining PS3. Uh, The other thing, and this is kind of replacing my clean the garage, is I want to clean the medicine closet in the bathroom. That is one that we probably need some better organization skills. We clean it like once a year and it just gets messy. Um, I also want to clean out my cold storage. I'm kind of on a, even though it's not springtime, on a spring cleaning kick. And then the last one I have is Ooh. to go to the big red
0: barn. I just saw that. I didn't realize you had put that as one of your goals. I yeah, love so going that, to the big red barn. I've gone, you were the first person that took me there.
1: Yeah. So the big red barn, if you don't know, it's just a basically a farm that has a pumpkin patch and a bunch and of a big other, red barn. Yeah, and it has a literal Literally. big red barn. Um, but that has been one of our family traditions that we have been doing now for Oh, gosh, we went with you guys probably like 15 years ago, something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah,
0: easily. I, those those memories pop up on Facebook from time to time, and my kids are tiny.
1: Yeah, and you well, and there have are
0: two kids at the time.
1: Not that people know they're, you know, geographically at the land of Utah, but it is in I think it's in Santaquin, Utah, which for us is like an hour and ten minute drive. There are closer places. We actually have some friends that have gone with us the last year or two down to it, and they went to one that was like probably twenty minutes from here, and they're like, "Yeah, we kind of liked it almost, almost better." Mm-hmm. And so I said to my wife the other day, "I was like, maybe we should go to that one," um, but she kind of gave me this look, like, "No, we go to the Big Red Barn. And I'm like, "Yeah, like it's great." So traditions um, are cool that way. And yeah.
0: does the other place have apple cider? donuts come on that's the they real do. reason i actually, go actually they, <laughs> they do They oh, do. okay <laughs> so it sounds like it not has that we need of... those we no. don't tell
1: josh no. be careful when you go down there for
0: the apple cider oh, donuts geez, yeah i know you can eat 12 like that i know i can
1: yeah um but anyways it, it's one of the we are not like a family that has a million traditions so it's just one of the few traditions we have so i think even if there is a place closer like We'll still go to the Big Red Barn every October, so just trying to fit that in the schedule. We were supposed to go yesterday, and that didn't happen, so now we're looking probably like the Saturday before Halloween. But yeah, definitely want to do that. So that's my side quest—nice, quick, and easy.
0: Nice. And then there's three legacy ones on there as well. So yeah. you have you you have seven on there. Now yeah. I have more than that because I'm still trying to play catch up. So I'm, and I have some legacy ones which I'll skip, um, and I'll go through some fast. But there's one I'm going to spend a little t- time on that I teased earlier about cyberpunk so i'll save that for last first now that i have a yard i want to decorate it for halloween i've always wanted to be one of these houses that has the total decked out spooky halloween just because i love halloween decor um i don't have enough money for that but i did buy a few new yard decorations but i'm looking forward to setting those up
1: Uh, i'm just gonna interject real quick my six-year-old jake loves decorating for halloween so i Mm. found a few little things at yard sales Cool. I brought them I, like two of these little blow ups. Um, one was a ghost and I can't remember what the other one was, but they're like real kitty looking. And I thought he'd be all excited. I was like, Jake, look what I got. He's like, yeah, they're cool, but they're not scary enough. <laughs> He's six. I'm like, dude. Um, but he it. got out about a week ago. He himself pulled out all of the Halloween decorations out of the uh, out of the closet and he put them all out. We no didn't do it. He decorated the house for Halloween all by himself. Wow.
0: So. What a stud. He's the one that plays Luigi's Mansion 3 a lot, right?
1: Uh, that's Sam. Is oh, that that's Sam
0: that does that. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, but yeah, Jake is six and he decorated our house for Halloween.
0: So. Yeah. Way cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe he can do my side quest for me. He would love it. <laughs> okay. My next thing was, and I, like you, I wrote this before the podcast was to take my family up to see the fall leaves. We're doing it right after we record. So. Hopefully that still happens. Now you could um, subvert this goal by having us go too long and then I would miss my window of opportunity. So I got to...
1: I mean, I have blabbed on a lot this this episode.
0: Well, we've we've both done that a lot. Okay, I need to go see my doctor for my annual physical. So that's scheduled. Josh, I am going to dust my game room for the first time since moving into my house. I don't know if you know this or not, but my one year anniversary of moving into this house was
1: October 20th. Here's the thing, I had black shells before, like you. Those suckers yeah. get dusty. Yeah. I honestly I would love to change to white. Yeah, that's why I love
0: white, see? And so I haven't dusted it and I'm feeling really guilty about it because I
1: know they're dusty. If you were if you were to like run your finger over top, would it come up covered in dust? Well, probably.
0: Here, let's go test right now. Not much, to be honest. you see that little bit of dust on my side of my finger there? A
1: little, little bit. It's not <laughs> too bad. That's impressive.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, But I'm going to do that just because I think once a year should be the standard.
1: Because I I probably wipe mine down like every other month, and they really need it every other month. Yes,
0: mine need it too. Here's the other thing. My vents were probably really dirty at my old house. I mean, these vents are brand new and clean, so they're not pumping yeah. dust all over the place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, I got to do a little reorganizing in the garage. You inspired me to do that. <laughs> this is a legacy one, but I'm going to mention it because it was on my uh, side quest months ago, and it was to donate okay. plasma. You remember what happened with that? How I wasn't hydrated enough, and and I turned they turned me away like three times. I mean, this was back in January or February. This was so long ago. So I am going to try that again <laughs> And okay. we're approaching the holidays. And because my side job is not starting until January, we were kind of counting on some of that little extra income to help with Christmas. Right. So now I'm like, Oh crap, I got to make a little more, I, I need a little side hustle. So I'm going to try the plasma thing again. Um. Okay. Did I tell you I got a calling at church?
1: You did tell me that. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. So for those of you that don't know, um, Josh and I are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, Josh is what we call an active member, and I'm what they call a less active member. <laughs> <laughs> Heathen! Well, see, and that's the thing. In the, in the LDS church, sometimes you're either all in or you're all out. There's kind of no middle ground, unfortunately. It feels that way. I don't think that's uh, true everywhere, and I definitely don't think that's the intent of the church at all. But because the there are a lot of um uh what's the what's the word uh I, I keep I, I'm thinking of the word commandments, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Kind of like I, I, uh I,
1: I think I think probably the best way I would say it is it's not that the church necessarily demands a lot, but mm-hmm. the church since we don't have a paid clergy, every mm-hmm. the people that are active are given things to do. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not coming and you don't have that thing, you know, that calling, that, that assignment, whatever, it's just, I, I don't even know how to say it, but basically, basically, if you come, they'll give you stuff to do. Yeah. That's yeah. probably the easiest way to say it. So that's kind of where it's kind of hard. Like you were saying to either, you know, it's kind of hard to be one foot in one foot out type thing, because if you're coming, they're going to. They're going to try and, you know, find something for you. Well, they need the help. And
0: I, and I told them, I said, I haven't been coming because I don't have anything to do. And I, so I, it's an extra
1: rookie mistake, Brett. Rookie mistake. (laughs) Well, but I was feeling guilty
0: that I didn't go, that I don't go very much. Yeah. Because I know my family would appreciate it if I was there more often. Anyway, long story short. Oh my gosh. This is the episode of side tangents, huh? Um, my new calling is the activity chair, and uh, that is my, my wife and I. we co-chairs, and so we're in charge of planning all of the um, church activities, and we're, we're, t- we're talking the big, the big like stuff. Like the
1: social activities. The big yeah. social
0: activities. We're talking the Christmas party, the Easter party, the summer barbecue, those kinds of things. Well, the first one we're planning is a Halloween trunk or treat for the whole neighborhood. You don't have to be a member of our church to come. We're getting a big uh trunk or treat thing organized. So my goal is just to be all planned for that the Wednesday before it happens, happens on a Saturday. We're pretty set. We've had a couple meetings about this. We've gone through and uh, made a few assignments, but I just hate leaving stuff to the last minute. So that's one of my goals. Nice. Um Ruby has been uh, she's at this really cool age where she's discovering music. Do you remember that age? It was, it was about for me, it was probably about the same age as her, between 10 and 14.
1: Yeah, I'd say for me, it was probably, probably about 10.
0: Yeah, but really kind of hit its peak at 13. like Because you had a few years where you're kind of experimenting, listening to different things, finding what you like. She has found what she likes. And not only that, she's uh, very passionate about what she likes, and she loves the guitar. And the, the type of music she listens to is... I don't even know what it's called. I mean, it's some form of alternative, but there's so many different alternative versions out there. But there's, it's very uh, there's some technical guitar stuff, and so she's she has a guitar, took lessons a few years ago, and uh, quit, and and now that she's into music, she wants to take guitar lessons again. And my other kids, I tried to get to learn an instrument, but I let them off the hook too easy. See, I play the piano and the French horn, but I'm I'm grateful that I my parents made me stick with it, so that I could still have that talent today. And my oldest 2 didn't stick with it long enough. Now my oldest daughter, though, she stuck with vocal and took vocal lessons. So she's very talented singer. So I'm glad, you know, she and my other daughter leaned more towards visual arts, and she's still doing that. So I'm grateful they all have their an an artistic side, because that's important to me. So anyway, this is a long story to say, I'm super proud of Ruby, because she wanted to take guitar lessons again, but I made her commit to three years. I said, you're not going to do this unless you commit to three years of practicing every single day. So we found her a teacher and she has been loving it. And the teacher has been like, you are way ahead of where you should be for someone who only took guitar lessons. I guess she'll look up things on YouTube and she'll figure out things how to play. And she'll come and she played happy birthday for me last month on her guitar. That's awesome. And so uh, we don't have any guitarists in, in the family. We've got violinists and pianists and these kinds of things, trumpet players. So I'm super excited because I think the guitar is awesome. I wish I had always played it. Um, and this is a long story to say that Janine's been taking her guitar lessons and that it's hard to find a guitar teacher and they are far away. And she uh, has to, it's not the kind where you can drop off in the neighborhood like a piano teacher and come back home and get some stuff done. You got to go and sit there and wait for the lesson and then bring her back. So my side quest is to take my turn of driving Ruby and staying with her at the guitar lessons nice. and um, the rest of mine are legacy stuff so here's the big one and i've already spent a little too much time with ruby's thing so in a nutshell i restarted cyberpunk i texted you last month the 2.0 2.01 patch came out where um, they added phantom liberty the dlc and they said you know what if you're going to play phantom or liberty we highly recommend you restart your save file, so that um, you can have access to the new features that if you use your old file, you can play Phantom Liberty, but you're grandfathered in to some of the systems, primarily the upgrading systems, which they had completely rebuilt. So as far as like the skill tree of the game, uh, it's an RPG, so leveling up your character and all of that is completely new. And I was only about 15 hours into the game. And I said, do you think I should restart, Josh? And you were like, probably not. I decided to restart. And I'm glad I did for a couple of reasons. One, um, I had the hooks weren't into me for those first 15 hours. And so there were such okay. big gaps between my playtime that I had forgotten a lot of the story beats and characters. And so a character would pop up that I had an interaction with a month ago. And I couldn't remember who they were. Well, now when I restarted, I, I caught up to those 15 hours really fast. Like I, I got right back to where I left off within a couple of days. And um, that's when the hooks sunk in. And so I knew all the characters. I knew the story beats. I was more comfortable. The, I'm glad I did it because the leveling system is way better. And then after I caught up, so I'm 15 hours in, I put another six hours in. But right at that moment, I get this message that says, um, we cannot save your game because there's not enough memory. I'm like, that's really weird. So I go and I look up how much memory I have on my Xbox Series X, and I'm only using 31% of the terabyte storage. So I'm doing some Googling, and it says, no, they the game only sets aside like 815 megabytes for save files. So what you got to do is you got to purge that you probably because it saves every... It auto saves as a separate file. It doesn't overwrite your file. So you could at any time go back and play something you did 10 minutes ago, something you did 20 minutes ago, right? So it says all you got to do is just clear those out from your local storage, and they'll still be saved on the cloud. And that will help free up the memory locally. So I did that. Got back into the game, worked fine. Didn't have the error message. The little save icon, autosave started appearing again. And I'm thinking, great, that solved my problem. No big deal. I play it for six hours like that. Then all of a sudden it crashes. I'm like, okay, this has happened before. This game has crashed two or three times on me. It's a big game, still has a few glitches, not a big deal. I'll just load up my latest autosave file, even if it's off by 20 minutes or whatever. It was off by six hours. The last time, even though it had appeared, the little thing, nothing was happening. It wasn't saving. I don't know where it is. It's not on the cloud. It's not locally. I do some Google searches. Apparently, this has been happening since 2020. Um, And there are people I've read about that have lost 50 hours of their gameplay. And there's literally nothing you can do about it.
1: And were you saying, though, that they had patched it, but on the PlayStation side and not Xbox?
0: So I looked up i went to their help site to see if i could figure out what's going on and it basically said yeah that this was a known issue and in the latest version 2.01 not 2.0 they had fixed this but it only mentions playstation it does not mention the xbox so i oh you punk <laughs> so, well i i, I did
1: because i could not remember i have it in my backlog i'm if you're just listening to audio, I'm holding up a copy of Cyberpunk right now. And it's um,
0: a PlayStation copy, which let me grab a, my copy.
1: Yeah, I didn't remember, honestly, if I had it on PlayStation or Xbox.
0: Xbox, so, so I'm holding.
1: It makes me feel a little bit better about when I finally do get to this, hopefully. Because uh, for me, if that happened, I think I'd be done. So that's where I'm at, Josh, is
0: am I done? And I'm, I'm furious right now. Well, here's you've
1: what's... already started over once. Yes. You've already yes. lost 15 hours. Now to yes. lose six hours. Exactly. Um, but here's
0: the thing. Yeah. Getting those 15 hours back didn't take me 15 hours. It took me 15 because hours you the you kind of knew what time. you were doing. Yes. Yeah, so it probably took me half of that. So I bet I could get the six hours in about three. But my big concern is, is this going to happen again? How do I guarantee this doesn't happen again? Now, everything online says you're just going to have to get used to manually saving it a lot. But I'm, I'm, I'm holding off because I contacted CD Projekt Red. I found a contact directly for Xbox support, and I explained this whole issue to them. My hope is, since that little save icon had been appearing, that maybe it's on their server, and they can look it up with uh, my uh, gamer tag ID and find okay. my, my saves on their servers and push it to my cloud storage, and then I can download it. So I am going to ask them to do that. And if they don't, then I will make the decision. But I'm not making the decision yet on whether to keep playing it or not. My goal is to, to make that to make that decision.
1: And to, you're really enjoying the game too. And right? I'm We're
0: really sure. enjoying the game. Super, yeah. super into game and want to play Phantom Liberty. I haven't even started that because I wanted to get through the main game first.
1: Yeah, that that's, that's so tough because part of me is like, ah, oh, just be done with it. But when you love a game, like I hate leaving something hanging if you're really enjoying it. Like if you weren't enjoying it or if you're kind of like on the fence, like, yeah, it's okay. Like I'd be like, yeah, move on. Yeah. But when you really like it, I don't know, to me, six hours, six hours is is probably a week of catch up, which Mm -hmm. maybe that doesn't sound terrible, but I'm, I don't know. That's, that's a lot. So
0: yeah, I'm super bummed. Well, one of the missions is a side mission that I will, it's the only one that I will have to do three times. I've done it twice Because some of the side missions when I restarted the first time, I didn't do again because they were boring. And there was this one that I didn't like, but it was long. It was seven parts long. And you got a lot of rewards for it. And I put off redoing it the second time. And I was like, I got to redo this mission. I know this would be good for my character. So I redid it. And now I'm looking at having to redo it a third time. I hated that side mission. I just don't even know. So maybe I won't do that side mission. Well,
1: I, I hope you can have a resolution that, you know, hopefully they can help you out. I, I, I don't know how likely that is or not, but hopefully they can. So yeah,
0: yeah. I'm going to at least wait and see what they say. So my, yeah. my this is how I've worded it. Fix Cyberpunk save file or replay six hours of lost missions.
1: Okay. Anyway,
0: Fair that's enough. my last side quest. We've spent a lot of time there. Thank you for indulging me in those two big ones with Ruby and Cyberpunk.
1: I, I think we can get through these main missions pretty quick. Yeah. Uh so let's uh go ahead and let's get right into those. Yeah. Okay, um, let's just do it this way. Do you want to go back and forth or do you want me just to go down the list of all three of mine? Uh,
0: let's go back and forth. Okay, for that.
1: Okay. well, the gaming goal for me, nice and simple. Uh, I did mention that I beat Metroid Prime and that I, if you've been listening to the podcast, I really wanted to get to Starfield. I am in Starfield. I haven't really talked much about it. I am really enjoying it. Um, I think I'm probably about... 18 20 hours into it now i know they have a counter on theirs but i think one of the times i was playing it in remote play and i turned off the remote play my logitech g cloud i turned this off and it was still running on my xbox for hours and hours because i came back the next day and it said i was like 24 hours into the game i'm (laughs) like no i'm like yeah at the time i was like i'm like eight or ten so um anyways but on xbox app it also has a timer there and i think theirs is a little more accurate i i don't know how they built that out but it it probably doesn't count it when you're like in a pause state type thing Yeah,
0: idle your character is just kind of doing one of these right Um, things
1: so yeah so i'm i'm you know about 20 some hours probably into it which is funny because if if you look up on youtube any of these like you know, do this, do that early on. I started looking at some of those videos because I kind of felt like I needed a little bit of direction. And one of the things they were talking about was something I hadn't even opened up yet. So I kind of just quickly closed it because I didn't want any spoilers. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of the genius of this game is, and I've heard Ed and I've heard others like Sean Capri talk about this, is you can kind of go a lot of different directions and kind of focus on main missions or side quests and... And so there's, I don't know how far into the game I am. I don't think I'm very far. I might have had a lot of time in, um, but I've been doing some side quests and like, I'm doing some main missions too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I'm barely scratching the surface. So my gaming goal, just nice and simple, 10 hours of Starfield. I'm not going to say anything crazy, like try and beat it, because I don't think that's going to happen probably for a while. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to make any si- any goal that's not star field related at this point because that's really my focus so just 10 hours of Starfield this month
0: yeah well we had mentioned this earlier that uh we both needed to uh, tap the brake a little bit and 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 not be too hard on ourselves with with all our goals but in particular i think if there was a place we need a couple wins it's in what we we often refer to as our meat and potatoes which is the gaming, fitness, and eating goals, these three that we're going over right now. Right. So I took the same approach. I I have, unlike you, finally been building some good momentum gaming and fitness wise. So my gaming goal, I didn't tell you this. When I was on vacation in September, I got an itch to play a scary game because I knew Halloween was coming. It's one of my favorite things to do every year. My favorite scary game I've ever played at this time of year. I'll never forget. I played it the day before Halloween and pretty much played it in one day was everyone's gone to the rapture and it doesn't sound like a scary game but atmospherically it was creepy because you're in this exploring this town where everyone just disappears the town is just empty and it and so an it
1: eerie vibe it was there. this eerie
0: vibe it was so cool i just love that and i've always I've, I've tried every halloween season to get that feeling back because it was so fun haven't quite found a game to replicate that feeling well,
1: I'm jealous because I, I like to do that too. It's just one of those things where it's like I don't want to put down Starfield, yeah. Because um, yeah. I really thought about making a gaming goal of you know pausing Starfield and playing something scary. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you're doing this.
0: Well, I found a short one. It's called Little Nightmares Two, and I didn't know much about this other than I'd seen seen it advertised, and um, it reminds me so much of Inside, and what's that other one that's made by the same company? Uh, limbo limbo yeah have you, yeah, have you played those, those two both games great games yeah okay this game is very very similar um the difference is uh it's a, has a little more 3d depth not much it's still kind of a side okay. scroller, but you can go um the, the the limbo one felt very like it was on a one plane the, right. this one feels like it's a little more 2d plane um and a little more colorful still dark but not solid black and white there's definitely some color in
1: there do you have do you have a favorite between limbo and inside
0: yes i loved inside because of how me too crazy yeah. i mean the they're both was. great they're both great but, but i just better. inside just blew my mind i was like this is weird it was so weird yeah. so this one is not as weird as that but it is creepy weird it's it's so there's i don't want to give too much away but there's these you're you're i don't know what you are cuz you look like a regular person all the houses and furniture look three times bigger than they should be. So it's almost like you're in a giant land.
1: It's like, honey, I shrunk the kids, but my like, ash like, Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and the humans or whatever they are, the people who live in the regular world um, are creepy looking. They look like these grotesque, claymation creatures and their necks can like extend 10 feet and their their heads will come connected on their neck like a snake and slither around corners to try and find you and they have these dead looking expressions and then there's tons of mannequins missing limbs everywhere and they come to life and i don't know what the heck the plot is but it's super creepy and i'm about halfway through that game so i can my goal is to just finish that off
1: in october nice Okay. I'm going to get into my fitness goal. Uh, very simple because I've mentioned, you know, like my shoulders actually hurting as we're recording this. Um, <laughs> oh shoot. I, I mean, it's not like I'm knocked down pain. It's just discomfort. Um, but my fitness goal is to continue going to physical therapy and then to start walking again as pain allows. So I'm, mm-hmm. I know that's kind of vague, but I, I at, at this point, I just what want to do? try. Yeah. yeah. I just want to try and... It, and if it's manageable, then I will, con- cause I really do want to get back to getting my steps in and, and, you know, getting some semblance of exercise. Um, but I just kind of have to take it easy. So, um, yeah, I'm going to see how it goes. Um, uh, maybe we'll go for a little walk today for a few minutes and just, you know, if it feels okay, do a little bit more the next day.
0: And if it doesn't feel okay for a couple days, cause it's random, then, then, you just then all wait,
1: step back and wait. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you still get your goal. So because you just as pain allows? I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, mine is also simple. I need to get back in the habit of exercising in my gym. Now I haven't lost a lot of my fitness, thankfully, because of all the yard work I've been doing. But it's a it's a different level of motivation when you know you've got to get the yard work done. It has to get done before the winter. And so you might not feel like it, but you go out and do it anyway. So now that the yard work's done, there's nothing really motivating me to go down in the gym. And that was a lot of hard work. So I'm starting easy. I I, last the summer months, my goal was the highest it had ever been. It had been to exercise 20 times. I literally am cutting that in half 10 times down in the basement gym. Got to start somewhere. Got to build back up that motivation.
1: Which is not still isn't bad, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, really 30 days, 31 days, and every three days. That's not terrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like it's not um, going to be easy given where I'm at right, right now. Right. But it's yeah, not I like super that. hard either. Okay.
1: Good. Um, is that it? Sorry. I kind of cut you off. No, no, no. You didn't cut me off. That was okay. it. Yeah, go. Okay. My eating goal um, is to log my food for 20 days to send it to you, Brett, because I talked about this before we started the show is I just need that accountability and mine isn't even staying under calories it's just to log because I know that if I log I will improve what I mm-hmm, eat mm-hmm. especially if I'm sending it to you cuz there's that element of shame and, and <laughs> not wanting to let down you know what I mean like cuz at some point like that's
0: self it, uh, self-inflicted shame by the way I don't it, shame it you.
1: is but but at the same point um and I don't mean this in like in a dramatic way but we don't really have much of a podcast if every month it's, you know, nah, didn't do anything. Yeah, whatever. Um, so it's just, this is kind of what we we're talking about, just kind of getting back on track after kind of the crappy little stretch that I've been in. And then also, and this might sound really stupid, but I'll explain why, is no more than two pieces, and I'm not saying like candy bars, but no more than two pieces of candy a day, like two pieces the max.
0: Oh, that's a day that I feel so much better about that, Josh, because when I first read that goal,
1: you thought it was like the whole month.
0: Oh, I thought you meant on Halloween day.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I've I, broken I, this I, every day. <laughs> and, I, and I want to explain this because, and, and you know what, I'll give myself Halloween off. I'll say that just because oh, yeah. it's Halloween. Yep. Um, but. I've had previous years where I've done good with my fitness and my eating and all these other things up until October, November, December. Because mm-hmm. October, you have all the candy laying around the house from Halloween and you just start getting off track eating. Then November, you're still eating some of that candy. Then Thanksgiving comes and you have a huge meal and you have pie and you have all these things. And then you get into the Christmas season where there's cookies and and it just it's this horrible three month stretch for me where I tend to gain a ton of weight. It happened last year. I gained, I lost a whole bunch of weight and then I gained a whole bunch back. So I'm really nervous of these next three months. And if I can come out kind of victorious through these three months, that would be huge. I have my sister's wedding in January. I don't want to be um, this big old fat. So go into that, you know, there's going to be pictures. I haven't seen my sister in a while. I want to go and I want to, look halfway decent. You know, I want to be slimmed down. I want to be lower than I am right now. Um, then we have in March married to the games. Once again, I don't want to be Mr. Fatso coming into episode 600, I just don't, (laughs) you know, so there is, there is these things that I'm looking down the road to and I'm thinking like, okay, if I want to hit my goals for those things, I have to really buckle down now and I have to make sure, um, that I don't slip and fall through these next three months.
0: Yes. I'm right with you. I, this is a treacherous time of year and um, I don't, I, I don't want to derail you if you need, is there anything else you wanted to add? Nope. No, no, go for it. Okay. Cause I'm going to transition into mine, but it, it's going to connect to yours. Um, I have this nightmare. Speaking of little nightmares of me and you going to episode 600. And as we're, you know, telling everyone what we've been up to. Oh, yeah. Didn't you guys start a podcast this last year? Yeah, we did. Well, what's your podcast? Fit Dad Game Dad. You guys are the Fit Dad Game
1: Dad guys? Come in eating come Snickers <laughs> and... And, and cheese then, fries are like, no, fit that game down.
0: <laughs> and there's guys at the, you know, episode 600 of like, yeah, see those two fat guys over there? Yeah, they have a podcast. Called see fit see those lardos? They have a fitness <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I seriously have that nightmare. So yeah. I didn't know when episode 600 was. And at the beginning, we talked about this last month how it's kind of unfair that we record a week or so into the month if you don't set your goals right at the beginning. So a week ago, because it's September 8th right now, I printed out six. October 8th. Oh yeah, October 8th. I printed out six months worth of calendars, tracking charts, because this is what helped me over a year ago to lose my weight, this particular tracking uh, method. And it just so happens six months from now is March. So they're hanging up on my wall right now, six of them. And my goal, my last goal, my eating goal is to simply track my eating and fitness that way on those particular charts. It's very simple. If you're under calories, you get a green sticker. If you're um, if you're under calories and I practice intermittent fasting, I get a green sticker. If I'm under calories, I get a yellow sticker. If I'm over calories, I get a red sticker. Simple as that. But for whatever reason, that motivates me. So I don't care how many red stickers or yellow stickers I get this month. I mean, I do, but my I'll get my goal as long as I every day track it. Now, I'm hoping I get a lot of green stickers. But I'm going to build my way up to it over the next six months.
1: There's there's going to be lots of hugs happening at 600, <laughs> and I don't want people being like trying to give me a hug and they can't reach around. <laughs> so why? <laughs> uh, so oh,
0: this is great. We yeah, have some good motivation here for the next. Definitely few do. All right. Well,
1: Brett, we got some good goals. Let's get this momentum. Let's get it going. Let's uh, let's kill it. Because in life, Brett, there are glass Joe's. And they're King Hippos. I don't want to be King Hippo. And I'm so scared. No way. You don't have to be either. Set your goals. Get going and come along with us as we strive to be both Fit Dads and Game Dads. Until next time, we'll see you later.